Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists and a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And we're sitting down today with a really cool dude. He's got a lot of things going on. He's an RMT. He's got some other letters behind his name. He's got way too many for me to remember. So I'll let him tell you all about that. His name is Robert Glean. Sometimes, Robert, do you, or Robbie? Robbie's good, man. Which, Rob- which do you prefer? Robert and Robbie. All right, so, so if we're going unprofessional moment it's Robbie Robbie so that's Saturday night yeah. at the bar is Saturday Robbie night. yeah all right you want to pretend it's a Saturday night at the bar <laughs> we could do that all right I need a beer <laughs> if we're gonna do like that I'm sitting here with Robert Glean Robert doesn't remember this but I'll let him I'll let him talk about himself in a minute but um uh it's actually really cool Ro- Robert and I <laughs> actually if I'm gonna go this far back I'll call him Robbie yeah, Robbie yeah, yeah. and I actually went to elementary school together yeah man, which back is in which, the day. yeah that was that was that was that was a while ago I'm not even gonna say the year don't that, even say the that year just dates ourselves but it's like 76 okay yeah (laughs) and i'm a year older than you so let's (laughs) shit anyway so um you were we went to elementary school together then you went to a different high school i went to a different high school and then i hadn't seen you again forever i might have seen you at a couple volleyball games because i believe we both played high school volleyball and i assume where did you where did you go after high school uh after high school i went to uh sheridan college i, went, I did some theater f- for a little while for about maybe 15 years actually and then i went to new york for a little bit to do some theater out there uh, i got a nice little job out there and i came right back and i still kept doing it a little bit and then i got into massage therapy yes because R- R- robbie and i have bumped into each other so many times yeah. since then and i don't think you remember Shoot. this so again High school, mm-hmm. volleyball. We'd mm-hmm. see each other every once in a while from opposite sides of the net. And then I haven't seen this guy in a long time. And I'm working as a personal trainer at the Toronto Athletic Club, which oh, was at the corner of Queen and Victoria yeah. in downtown Toronto. Yeah. And then in comes Robbie. And I'm pretty sure you had like super long dreads. Yes. Right? And you were in Lion King then. I was in Rent. At the rent. Time. Yes. Right, rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Which is a fantastic <laughs> show, by the way. Fantastic. So he was in Rent because I think a lot of the cast was working out there at the that's time. Right. That's right. Yes. So Good that's Lord. where I bumped into this cat wow. again. And then I hadn't seen him in a long time. And we both grew up in one oh, part man. of Toronto called Scarborough. And I don't know if he was living in this area Scarlum. at that time. Mm-hmm. Scarlum. Scarberia. <laughs> and uh, then I ran into this cat at a restaurant called Jack Astor's. Jack Astor's. And I don't know if he remembers this either, but that's when you started telling me that you also do RMT. Yes. And this is before I was getting into it. And oh. you were one of the, the, the reasons why I decided to oh, check it out real? a little further when that's you were cool, telling man. me about that. That's cool. So I'm going to throw this to uh, Robbie. Let him tell you a little bit about himself and uh, what he's up to. Yeah, so uh, my name is Robert Glean. I am a registered massage therapist for a going on 15 years now, 14, 15 years. Uh, through all those years, I've sort of acquired like a lot of education just in terms of um, kind of bringing in a little bit of Eastern and Western philosophy because I always find as though sometimes you, you have to, you can't, you know what? And actually the funny thing is ever since we took, or ever since I took the massage therapy course at Sutherland Chan, which is a great school, I've found as though Everything for about a couple of years, everything was great. You know, I was able to, to he, like to treat people, to help them and everything else and have them go on their business. And then there were times where they were coming back with the same thing. So I felt like I was a little walking Band-Aid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was and like, oh, walk, like Tylenol, whatever you want to say. And uh, there were just, I, I knew there were different methods. I didn't have the money to like take all the education out there. And I didn't, I wasn't really um, up to taking it because I didn't trust them. Um, 
And then later on, certain certain people were coming up to me, certain people that I trust came up to me and they were saying, you know, you should really try this one because this does this, this, and this. What, and if, what, what, about, what about something that you might see in terms of a course or a methodology to treatment that you didn't trust? Yeah, uh, I think it was more of, so the first thing that I was introduced to was um, acupuncture. And it's not to say I didn't trust it. I just didn't understand it. And I think... Just by seeing, because acupuncture has been around for a long time, and I think naturally it was one of those things where coming out of massage therapy school, people were, people were trying to hint toward acupuncture, or you can hear the conversation pop up with acupuncture. And I think, I think because everyone was doing it, I just didn't want to follow through with it because I didn't want to be like everybody else. And it was through a little bit of like... Um, searching through books and and talking to different people and just through you know regular uh, peers that we that we might know that I, I just start to pick up different um, different philosophies like just in terms of books and not not even in terms of taking a course and seeing how there was different uh, areas in the body that could be treated that don't even pertain to the the area of injury and that was that was really um, an eye opener for me where um, I started to you know get into a little bit of fascial stress therapy for about maybe like seven years now but it's um it was more about uh like the cupping uh the uh, kinesio taping and stuff like that and i was like okay I, I i like i understand it but how is it really helping an area or is it more temporary and um acquiring those sort of that sort of education i, I then started to th- i then started to think that you know what maybe like people are onto something and they've obviously created a niche for it so let me just educate myself on them rather than kind of hinder my my um, my actions on the fact that like oh, I don't want to do this anymore you know mm-hmm. yeah and I find especially like when you when you mentioned cupping and stuff mm-hmm. because if you ever see and are you are, are you in any of those Facebook groups like the massage therapy Facebook uh, groups uh, massage the southern chain one okay yeah so there's a whole bunch of like massage therapy Facebook groups where people post a whole bunch of stuff right? yeah, yeah yeah and there's there's one group in particular they're really big on everything being like you know hardcore evidence-based and I understand why I get it I'm not yeah. I'm not shooting down the process of totally, things totally. being evidence base as they should be but then they're also very very dismissive yeah. of things because of the lack of research or the lack of evidence right and so one thing that comes up quite a bit in that group is cupping mm. and and i was just kind of wondering do you kind of like i can see how then like you know your your reluctance initially especially if you come out of school a very reputable school right all about evidence-based practice and then you're seeing all of these things that are starting to emerge a little bit more that aren't so heavily based on research but then they're they're huge in terms of Tradition. Yeah, They're huge. Tradition. Like they've been used for so long. Yeah. It's almost like why would you dismiss this? Yeah. Why would you why would you break it? Exactly. Yeah. If it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's a weird thing. But I totally get where where the reluctance comes from and then the wanting to but at least you're you were you know, conscious enough to say, you know, I this is coming up. These yeah. things are all around me. Yeah, I want to learn more about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, right? yeah. And you know what? I'm I'm a I'm a huge advocate with when it comes to uh, education. Right on. Um, whether it be educating my clients or anybody that I'm I meet on the road to. Um, just myself, you know? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So one thing that I really wanted to get you in here to talk about was the fascial stretch therapy that you yeah. do and that you instruct. Because yes. the other half of what we do at Two Massage Therapists and Microphone, we have a continued education company called Conant Institute. Yes. And a lot of of our participants have taken your course like uh oh nice yeah like they've seen you like they're like hey i know that guy right right, right. right. Actually, <laughs> you, actually and the funny thing is ever since ever since i took that first aid course the first aid course yeah yeah which is fantastic by the way i think you should take it if you're listening to this right. um 
uh, people were like, oh, so I don't, I, 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 are you working with Con Ed now? And I'm like, I said, no, no, I'm taking, I'm actually taking their first aid course. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, no, because I, I saw you the other day. I'm not sorry, the other day. I saw you in another picture, someone else's picture in FST. And I said, yeah, yeah. I said, listen, that, that's what I teach. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. And then so later on, they were like, okay, so send me there, the information on like Con Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also FST. So right it's a on. nice little yeah, for sure. segue, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So tell us about tell us about uh, the FST, FST course. Tell us about, you know, fascial tissue, you know, manipulation yeah. and how the course is awesome for therapists that want to learn a little bit more, add something else to their practice. And this is not just for massage therapists, right? Yeah. This no, is this for... Is, we've had people... We've had uh, primarily it's it's um, I'd say it's it's catered to more uh, personal trainers, but I've seen physiotherapists, I've seen occupational therapists, I've seen acupuncturists, I've seen uh, stay-at-home moms that have just um, wanted to try something new because they either want a little bit of revenue coming in, and they've taken the course, and it might be a little bit tougher for them because um, not having the um, the background of anatomy and, and physiology and stuff like that, then it ends up being a little bit of a... A little bit more of a, a challenge. Yeah, a little bit of a challenge. Um, like all the teachers, all of us there, we're always very catered to um, everybody's learning, different learning environment, mm-hmm. and how people may have a learning disability. I have a learning disability. I actually noticed that when I was in massage school. Oh, yeah? yeah there were certain things that I was um, I was really good at, um, but when it came to multiple choice, I would just, I would see the answer and I'd, see, I'd be like, oh, no, I think it's B. And if it was A, that's cool. Yeah. But I would, I would convince myself it was B. Oh, wow. So like, we're, we're able to sort of, and we've, we've discussed it as a team over there where we're able to uh, sit down with each other and sort of like peg people out, not mm-hmm. in a mean way, but yeah, just yeah. in a very, uh, um, um, uh, productive way yep. where we can um, pick them out and sort of and either take them aside or just say like how you feel like how you doing right you know? yeah, yeah. but uh, FST or fascial stretch therapy is um, is a, an integrated uh, very very integrated unique system where we can um, integrate a manual technique uh, of using your body and another person's body and creating a, a fascial stretch a, a stretch within the body that um hits different nets of the body. So there's a spiral net, there's a a frontal line, there's a superficial back line. It's just a great system where it's not as linear as, and I'm not putting down uh, personal trainers, but um, when personal trainers, when I find as though a lot of people will stretch, it's just a very linear stretch. So for instance, imagine like a hamstring stretch. And excuse me for saying like personal trainers, but whenever you see a hamstring stretch, it's usually just up and then down. But the thing is, there are different angles to where someone might feel tightness and there's different angles to where um, there's a different pull in the body that's creating that sort of tension. So, okay, so we got a whole bunch of people that are taking this course. We got an idea how it, the the manual technique kind of works, right? Yeah. So you actually gave pretty good examples of how it works. Give us some information on the company itself. So the company is called Stretch to Win. The company is called Stretch to Win. It's founded in Arizona by um, Anne Frederick. And also Chris Frederick, who have written two books now on fascial stretch therapy. And it's being hyped up so much that it's blown up and come across the States to Canada. Okay. And uh, there's a man by the name of Kevin Darby um, who runs a his own little his own little establishment called DTS, um, where they give also education, just like you as well. Um, but they he, he runs it in all of Canada. So people come in from, I think the furthest we've had is maybe... 
uh, Australia or Singapore. Yeah, it, like it's it's pretty it's pretty big. We have about maybe thirty people in the class um, for five days, so it's about forty hours of stretching, which is fantastic to a body. Is this five consecutive days? Five cons- consecutive days, Monday to Friday. But uh, Stretch to Win is a um, it's a growing company that. It's, as I said before, uh, based in Arizona, but it's also uh, branched out to Canada. And it's been like, it's been been out here for, I'd say, maybe more than 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with that particular course, so that's a five consecutive day, 40 hours. Yep. Are there, and there are levels to this program? There's different levels. Tell me about the levels. Yeah. So the first level is basically a description of, or basically the introduction to um, basically the essentials to just learning the pieces of the body and the, nuance, the nuances of the stretching um, of the pieces of basically of the of, of the sequences and uh, level two it branches out from the joint itself toward the fascia and then also level three takes you into a, level three is broken into two different parts it's uh, there's a fitness and also there's a medical and medical is for more manual practitioners and fitness is obviously more toward catered toward personal trainers um, so the, you get so it, everything's not really as segregated but they teach you the same sort of elements um, but easily said like I'm as much as I'm a personal trainer and a manual therapist, um, I'm still looking to do my fitness as well. Like I've already done my medical. I'm a level three as well. But uh, I was I was told, and I, I hope they're still following through with it, that there's going to be a master's, master's uh, course as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. So with this, when you get your levels through Stretch to Win, is and then um, what... What's what's the title or what's the certification that that you have at the yep. end of it? Um, so at the end of it, when you take your level one, you're a fascial stretch, you're certified fascial stretch therapist. Uh, when you get into your level three, um, that's where um, things are becoming more specific. So you're more of a specialist. To be honest, I'm still a therapist. Like just because I'm a level three doesn't necessarily mean that I'm a specialist because I find as though you can still do a lot of level one stuff and still create great benefits with someone that has any kind of disorder. Um, I wouldn't say any kind of disorder, but uh, a lot of different disorders, a lot of different um, uh, syndromes. Um, Can you give us some examples? Yeah. So for instance, um, I used to work at a, at a neuro clinic and a, a lot of, I would see a lot of um, people with stroke or people with Parkinson's or people with um, uh, a, a disease called dystonia. And um, I find as though whatever the syndrome is or whatever the, whatever the, disorder is or whatever the um, dysfunction is tissue is tissue and contraction is contraction and whether it be in the muscle whether it be within the joint whether it be within the the skin itself which is the whole reason why it's called fascia um, you're going to get some kind of constriction and that kind of constriction can be dealt with with decompressing joints and so fst or fascial stretch therapy has everything to do with decompressing joints and not even just decompressing joints, but you know, in my in my um, education or in anybody else's education, as long as they're listening to the body, joints joints communicate with each other. So if you're going to a squat and you can't get into a squat, maybe it's because your hips are really tight, or maybe it's because your calves are really tight, but or maybe it's because from joint to joint, or maybe your ankles just completely whacked because you've been like spr- you sprained it a, a n- numerous amounts of times way in the past, and um, Breaking down the breaking down the tissue um, from joint to joint um, really helps the joints communicate with each other, so that you have fluidity in your in your body, which 
and and I find as though FST is a great little synergist to any other therapy. So like not only do I, not only do I sometimes I may do just FST, but sometimes I'll do FST and a little bit of manual therapy. Or there's some other stuff that I do, like I call it neurotherapy or neuro rehab or neuroscience, but just connecting the brain to the body, and that's something that. Um, I think we tend to forget at times, you know, because um, the brain moves the body. But if something's wrong in the brain and it's not eliciting a certain response, then maybe it could be in the fascia, maybe it could be in the muscle, maybe it could be in the joint, maybe it could be in the brain. So it's it's always nice to, uh, to catch that, you know, and also like vi- a little bit of vision training as well. So I can take any of the, well, obviously I start with level one and you're saying even at that level one level, mm-hmm. I, there's so much that I can bring into my practice totally. from that. Yeah. For the certification to remain, is there an annual membership that I have to pay towards or anything like that? So once you finish your level one, you're good for two years before you renew it. Um, and I, um, for now, I don't know why I'm forgetting the price. I don't know if it's like two hundred dollars or one fifty or I think it might be two hundred dollars. Okay. Uh, that's just your renewal, and then you're good for another. I think two years or something or if you if you take your level one and then you decide you know what i'm going to take my level two a year later Mm -hmm. then they tack another two then they tack that two years onto your onto your um onto your first year okay your first level so you have like an accumulated amount so you don't have to think you don't have to always think about renewing right right or that 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 uh that renewal coming up so fast. Cool. Yeah. So give us an idea of what the fascial stretch therapy is like. So as a therapist, how do you use this? I know that there are some tools that can be incorporated. For sure. sure. Um, It's much different than some of the other manual therapies like massage therapy where typically, not all the time, but typically Mm -hmm. someone's going to be disrobed. In this case not not happening like no, that no, not at or all. doesn't have to happen like that and typically i'm assuming it doesn't happen it doesn't like happen that. no no cool so give us a kind of a rundown of how like a fascial stretch therapy session looks for sure uh so basically right up right at the top um if someone comes in they would come in with something very comfortable so if it's a if it's a woman then you're coming in with tights something like maybe tight shorts or whatever it is mm-hmm. um uh, if it's a male shorts t-shirt tank top whatever you want to wear right just so that you're comfortable because um, you don't want the, the clothing to be restricted um, or restrict, restricting the movement. Right. Um, and then you're basically, you're going through a, a little assessment and the assessments are are very, um, in level one, they're very general, generalized, but it's also very apparent to the stretching that you're actually going to give. Okay. So for instance, um, when you're on the table, there's maybe a leg length. This, like if, there, if you have a little leg length discrepancy, then... There's a way to actually like view that in your assessment. Right. Um, um, there's ways in order to make sure that you're doing it properly, and then you start off with a little bit of traction. There are two straps on the table, and the straps are there for holding down one leg, so that you don't have to feel as though once there's a kinetic a kinetic touch and a kinetic response. Yep. Uh, not response, but it's kinetic um, uh, tactile, whatever you call that. Um, it, uh, in the brain, there's 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 a it's almost like a little sedative, so you don't have to feel as though you need to um, engage your own tissue. Right. So the idea of um, not really engage, uh, having the person on the table not really engaging, is to avoid the um, the sort of tug of war match that you might create. Right. So right. for instance, if I take your your arm and I take it out to the side, if you have any kind of restriction, or if you have in the past, let's just say you dislocated your shoulder and you didn't you didn't tell me and I didn't take a good case history. You're going to be apprehensive about exactly. it. Exactly. There's going to be that physical back. resistance. Exactly. And so, um, obviously, take 
awesome case history for it um, before you even get the person on the table. While the person's on the table, you're going through a very, very slow, um, slow, gradual movements mm-hmm. in order to feel the tissue hit a certain point where um, you feel restriction. You're not blowing by the stretch because once you blow past the stretch, you could be blowing past, you know, um, that sort of hesitancy that you might that you might give, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a it's a very non-invasive uh, type of way of, of stretching, and it's it's super beneficial in terms of um, having the person being completely relaxed. Mm-hmm. I've had people on the table um, kind of sleep, and there's little um, there's little tactile uh, hints where you you would kind of tap the person to sort of give a little P and F. Mm-hmm. Um, the lady that just came in before that, um, your um, client just came in. She said she's very, very like stretchy. She's she has a, amazing flexibility, yeah. and so even with stretching, it's beneficial. But if the person's really bendy, like do they really need it in that area? So what we do is we provide a little bit of PNF, which is um, um, proprioceptive neuromuscular uh, facilitation, and basically all it is is just um, com- um, creating us an isometric hold to kind of own the the new range of motion that you've actually provided Mm -hmm. so a lot of time if someone has an awesome range of motion they probably use that range of motion all the time but my little question about that is are they really owning that that range of motion Mm -hmm. because it we're always very linear we walk up and down like our arms swing back and forth but we're never really uh creating that sort of starfish kind of like disposition so by adding the pnf you're actually helping the tissue rec- or helping the brain recognize that if my arm's way out to the side or if my leg is way out to the side, that it's okay to be out there. Yeah, that's a huge thing, um, adding in, you know, any type of contraction, isometric contractions or isotonic contractions, mm-hmm. especially when you're establishing a new range of motion, totally. right? So, you, you you know, just for any regular passive force stretch or even a, a joint mobilization to stretch the joint capsule, now you've established a new range of motion. One of the best ways to at least hold on to or maintain some of that increased range of motion is to add some resistance to yes. it in its new range. Yes. Yep. Right. Because we all have done the stretch, just a regular passive force stretch, hold it for 30 seconds for the hamstrings. We're yep. like, oh, yeah, we have this new range. You wake up the next day and it's not there. And it's not there. Right? Exactly. So a big right part back. of it is adding in that uh, resisted movement in the new range. Yeah. I totally yeah. dig it, man. Yeah, I man. totally dig it. So manual therapists, uh, fitness professionals, um, they're really because fascial is getting a huge name. Like it's, everything it's you see, you see it everywhere. Fascial, 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 yep. fascial, fascial. Yep. It's hype. I mean, like it's much like when when like when we let's just say when we took massage therapy yeah as i was talking about before it was about for me it was about massage therapy and i think the only thing i did know about was just acupuncture right and it pushed it out so much and i think at the time i was just wasn't really ready for it but there's a you know there's a push for every modality you know yeah and i think now that research is saying that and there's a lot of research that's saying, you know what, we, we've overlooked fascia and, and fascia is now within the joint itself or in the spine itself. So, you know, the, the discs itself are not held by anything else other than fascia. And, you know, people, people read about it and they're like, oh my gosh, I need to do fascia and I need to do this. And it's, it's always been there. It's just... and. We've been always treating it, but we just haven't been recognizing it right. properly, you know? So are you worried at all that it is going to be in overhype 
and then now you're going to start to see tons of fascial courses and fascial everything and yeah. fascial therapists come out and some of the stuff might not be mm-hmm. reputable might mm-hmm. not you know just it, it's just like a money grab yeah. have you have you seen that trend started because if it hasn't started i assume it's going to start soon yeah if i mean if it's not already there people are i mean as much as I, I'm in, I'm in contact with uh, Anne and Chris Frederick, uh, they'll sometimes come back and they'll say, you know what, this company is actually taking the taking the system itself, right. and and kind of like changing it a little bit to make it their own, right. because the system proves proves itself, and that's and the great thing about it is the fact that like even if something were to blow up from it, it's only because it's a compliment, exactly. Right? Yeah, um, I find as though it's it's great right now that it's it's being pushed out, and I I like the fact that. Um, people are being more aware of it because to the slightest touch, I mean, and we, and we know, we know about Reiki and we know about craniosacral therapy that mm-hmm. sometimes you don't even need to touch the person in order to create effect. But the idea of simply just, um, adjusting tissue is, could be very huge to somebody else and people being more aware of that right now in terms of how, um, how, um, important the fascia is, is, uh, I'm actually looking forward to it growing because one, it means that either like you're going to get more, more, more students coming in to, mm-hmm. to learn the, learn the curriculum or um, just people being educated about it. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. Have you seen a growth in the number of participants that take the class? Oh, most definitely. Uh, every class that we've been teaching and I'd say uh, within one year, I, I would probably teach six classes and we have a lot of different teachers. So, and we always kind of like um, swap in and out. Um, but every class is sold out. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, right on. And it's great because the, I mean the the location that we're that we're at at DTS downtown at um, five seven three King Street. It's I would say it's about this just double the space here. Oh wow! That's um, a big space. And it's a big space. Um, and it fits about maybe oh gosh, um, I'd say about maybe nineteen tables. Mm-hmm. So partner up, you have about thirty people. Maybe thirty four, maybe thirty six people. Thirty six probably max, but that'll that'll hold comfortable. That'll hold, yeah. Right on. Yeah. So it's growing and it, you know what it is too? I think it's the fact that when people see that you have your level one or people see that something works and then maybe, you know, if you had a lot of education behind you and I I I I I'd wanted that education, I would be sifting you out and be like, Hey, listen, what are you taking? And I need to take the same thing, you know? So there's almost a little competition that's going on. It's unfortunate, but it's great to see that people are being advantageous about their education. Give us the idea how this has changed your practice personally. So it has changed my practice in terms of being a manual practitioner as, as a registered massage therapist, having the person disrobe on the table. Sometimes um, people feel very apprehensive about taking off their clothing. Um, and if that's the case, then that's no problem. But when the person has, they don't have to worry about taking off their clothing, one, um, but two, they don't have to feel as though things are, um, like, you know, uh, um, sometimes in massage therapy, people want deep pressure. And, and sometimes we know that if you add a lot of deep pressure, you're amping up the system a little bit more. And the person's, uh, is the person relaxed enough to sort of like downregulate their system? Or depending on the stretch, um, you're actually providing a different fascial pull, a different pull in the in the skin or in the tissue itself or in the connective tissue um, to provide a different answer for the body. And it's I've been I've been able to integrate my massage and like all the other therapies that I might know um, with fascial stretch therapy to 
create a, a, a like um a, a more lasting effect mm-hmm. with clients. So you you use this isolated on its own, and then as well part of your manual therapy treatment, like your massage therapy treatment. Yeah, sometimes people come in and they'll ask for just FST, right? And that's no problem. Um, but sometimes depending on depending on what the person comes in with, I might have to integrate different other therapies in order to find the root of the problem. You know, mm-hmm. and I find as though. Um, working from, let's just say if it's craniosacral therapy to uh, working with the skin first before I get into the muscle um, or before I get in through deeper layers of the, of, the, of the connective tissue into the muscle or into the joint itself. It's a great little synergist to start off first. Um, so I'll do FST first and then if that hasn't helped or if it's helped at all um, or if it's gained range of motion, awesome because that means I can get into the tissue better and you can actually... F- see the difference because it ends up being a little bit more pliable. And that's what I like about it. It's, it's, it's a nice little um, introduction to the body so that the person ends up being relaxed so that getting into the tissue, I don't necessarily have to like dig you're, into You're not it, fighting. Like, yeah, you're not fighting it. Yeah, it's fantastic. I love it. Right on. Any uh, resources that if someone's listening to this, which hopefully everyone is, someone that's listening to this is like, I want to know a little bit more. One, about fascial tissue itself. Um, two, I want to research a little bit on how to become a fascial stretch therapist. What, what kind of resources can they, can they go to? Yeah, so Anna, Anna and Chris Frederick have written two books about FST, and they're being uh, assisted by, oh my gosh, what's his name? Um, Anatomy Trains, what's his name? Oh, man. Or give me his first name and I'll give you his last name. I, but you, you can't get the whole thing because I'll kill myself. Uh, I'll just give you Thomas. Thomas Train. Uh, you should have given me the last name. Myers. I'll give Thomas you, Myers. I'll give you my, Myers. Gosh. <laughs> my gosh. My gosh. <laughs> Holy crap. Um, yeah, so he's been working uh, He's been working with Anna and Chris Frederick. Oh, right on because that's an awesome book. It's a great, great book. I've, like, I think I have like maybe three editions. And um, I would love to even take some of his courses, but they're a little bit too expensive right now. But um, So yeah, they've teamed up together and um, they are great, great books. So I would even say like, Sift the Anatomy Trains books. Um, get um, what there's a there's a there's a book called What is What is Fascia, and I, I don't remember the name of it. I don't remember the name of the author, but um, the Anatomy Trains books, um, the Fascial Stretch Therapy books by Anna and Chris Frederick. Those are great beginners and great ways of and and almost simplified ways of um, of understanding the body and how it and how it how it can work and how it can actually debilitate you, you know? Um, Are we talking about, let's see these books here. Uh, so we have a Stretch to Win book, yep. The Tensional Network yep. of the Human Body. Also, Fascial Dysfunction is a great book, and as well as Fascia. Oh, right on. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, those four books are fantastic. So those are great resources for if you just want to get into the idea of fascial tissue and then incorporating them in, in, into some sort of manual treatment, that's a good place to start. Yeah, it's a great place to start. Cool. Yeah. And then um, I want to get in touch with uh, Stretch to Win to take the course. Right. So uh, in order to get in touch with them, you can look up DTS. So um, basically it stands for Derby Training System, but it's DTS Education. Um, so www.dtseducation.com. And then through that site, you'll see a, a, a number of education um, educational um, courses. But also if you look up um, Faster Stretch Therapy, it'll list... Uh, when the level one is, when the level two is, what dates. I think um, Kevin's in the midst of putting up uh, 2019, so you can book ahead if you wanted to. It does pack up really fast. Uh, I would say three to four months er- like early. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's doing really well. And you can be put on the waiting list because sometimes people do fall out at times. But uh, I would say like if you can, grab it. Grab it as soon as you can. Cost, costly um, course? 
cost of the course is uh, $2,000, two grand, um, for five days, Monday to Friday. Um, and we respect the fact that like you've taken, you've taken the time out of your work, of collecting money and everything else, and from your family, mm-hmm. or even traveling and everything else. So we provide nourishment and, and everything else so that you don't have to always feel as though you have to buy or you right, know, right, right, right. And stuff like that. That so, makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's a great team over there. Cool, cool, cool. And if anyone wants to get in touch with you because they love the sound of everything you do as a therapist, how can uh, how can someone get in touch with you to become a patient or client, or they just want to get in touch with you because they think you're a cool dude, you sound really, you sound really sound like dope. a cool guy, I sound dope. and they want to do some networking <laughs> with you, maybe yeah, yeah, some yeah. mentorship stuff. Yeah, right. How can they get in touch with you? <clears throat> so you can find me at uh, my email address is rob. G-L-E-A-N, so robglean at gmail.com. I have a site, um, which is found at www.robertglean.com. Uh, and also to, and it, that'll, that'll tell you, uh, exactly where I'm located, the times and the times that I'm available, what days I'm located, um, you know what? That is so smart. Sorry to cut in. Yeah. Because you're a manual therapist and you're working at different locations and you're not relying on whichever location you're at right. to do your branding, your marketing, all that stuff. You've got your own stuff. Right. I love that. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I, I wish mean, more people would do that. Ultimately, I, you know, getting close to the age of 50, I don't necessarily want to work with myself or work for other people, but I would like to like open up my own, my own little studio. For sure. But it's, it's, right now it's all about just sort of general, not um, generalizing, but just sort of... Um, grabbing as many people as you can and, and almost it's not about as much as it's about money and, and feeding my two kids and, and paying the mortgage and stuff like that but it's more about as I said before educating people about their own their own selves that's Instagram is, is huge for me where I'm, I'm just I, I just opened up a business account and I'm just trying to throw out information about um, you know uh, metacognition and 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 knowing knowing about yourself and about your system in mm-hmm. order to sort of apply this stuff without even going to a therapist. Yes, I'm a therapist. And yes, I, I do need clientele. But if, the, and I find the tough thing that as a therapist mm-hmm. is giving homework yep. and having them do the homework when they go when they leave. Because once they leave that door, they'll get back to the regular routine. And that regular routine is all about, like, as I said before, sometimes it's about that metacognition or being cognizant yeah. of, you know what, I think what Mark really did or what Robert really did, like really helped in the exercise that he gave me it really should help. Mm-hmm. So I should continue to do it. So um, I have a lot of great information on my Instagram. Right. Uh, so, okay, so let's go back to the website because I might have yeah, cut you off. What's sure. the website again? So the website is www.robert, R-O-B-E-R-T, glean, like clean but with a G, G-L-E-A-N, dot, uh, dot com or actually dot C-A. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. And tell us about your social media then. So social media, I'm on Instagram. I'm on, um, I have a business channel as well on um on Facebook as well, and that's um, at Robert uh, at Robert Glean. Um, you can find me. You'll see my face. I'm smiling, cute black guy. <laughs> I don't even. You know, know. I'm not even. I'm, I'm modest, man. He's, he's, Scratch that cuteness, man. He's he's uh, cute's an understatement. <laughs> yeah, this, you're this, right. This guy here is a smoke show. <laughs> All right, smoke show. <laughs> Right on, oh brother. Gosh. Is there anything else you want to, anyone that's listening to know about you or the great work that you do? Uh, you know what, man? I, I, I just, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a therapist. I don't even know how to sort of, um, how to sort of list myself. Like I'm a registered massage therapist slash uh, fascial stretch. I guess you can kind of say specialist. Um, 
I do MPS, which is um, micro point stimulation, where it's just a device. It's called the Dolphin. It's a neurostim. Uh, it's almost exactly like acupuncture, but without the needles. Without the needles, yeah. So it's a, it's a, that's a great little synergist as well. Sometimes I'll kind of clean out like sort of little meridians before I get into the body. Um, I also do FRC, which is functional range conditioning. I also do cupping. I do kinesotaping. I do uh, craniosychotherapy. I do visceral therapy. I do uh, a little bit of osteo, a little bit of osteo, but. Um, also, the, it's just the neurotherapy. It's just um, activating certain parts of the brain, whether it be in the brainstem or, or anything else like that, just to sort of acquire the, the proper movement that sh- they should have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You do a lot of stuff, man. I do, man. I, you, I, I you love can't, it. You can't, you can't be fit into, you know, the parameters of this box that says massage therapy or certain yeah. type of therapy. Yeah. You're your own brand. You're, yeah, yeah. you're, you're Robert yeah. Green. That's yeah. what it is. Robert it's Green It's so therapy. funny because I remember even when I submitting CEUs for mm-hmm. um, CMTO, and uh, and they would sometimes get back to me saying, you know what, this doesn't apply to massage therapy. And I'm like, I said, cool, I, no problem. But why is it it doesn't have to be always about massage therapy yes. you know and to be honest with you a lot of times I think they used to thank god they don't have anymore I don't know if it's thank god that's mm. a whole other podcast yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I think they used to flag some of that stuff just based on the title alone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right they didn't even get into reading the description of what it is they'll read the title right. on something like this isn't this isn't within the scope right. even though it fully is yes yeah. right totally and that's I, I, I think they're becoming a little bit more open minded about that yeah. and which is fantastic because I think and not even did I think I would say Every modality has a piece of another modality. And I think people need to know that. Um, and mind you, if I created a modality, I would want to push it out there and I'd, I'd probably want to say, this is the best modality out there. Yeah. And really and truly, that's how you sell it. It's it's probably a, a little snippet or a, probably a little compilation of something else. And it's just, you know, um, uh, created a little flow to something else, which is which is great, mm-hmm. you know? But also too, it's what like what can you buy into, right? And that's that's where I fell into it in the in, right in the beginning. Yeah, but yeah. I think education is 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 key. I, I don't have all the money in the world, but um, I will go out there and I'll take your Con Ed courses because I think they're super super important. Um, I will take the DTS courses because they're super important. I will take other courses that I find as though that are really beneficial to. Um, the person on your table for sure for yeah. sure well spoken well yeah, spoken man. my man and the last little bit uh before we uh call this a wrap yeah do you do you still do you still sing and stuff yeah brother give me, give Actually, me, <laughs> give me, give me something <laughs> i know these 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 aren't the greatest for um music audio <laughs> mics that we got going on you're killing me man you're give, killing give me. me something oh my god um <laughs> You know the funny thing is, so when I wrote to you and I said, "Yeah, uh, I was at a I was at a wedding on the weekend, and it was my brother-in-law that just got married," yeah. and I like I don't drink because it dries out my throat. And <laughs> as soon as I I sang I sang the first dance song, and it and it and it, everyone was like, "Okay, now you can drink. Let's go." And I probably had I, I had a couple I had a couple drinks, yeah. a couple drinks, yeah. a couple shots, and it messed me up. Wait, 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 what's your what's your drink of choice when you're doing that? <laughs> my drink of choice, I love me some Ryan, Ryan ginger. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the bride's family they love shots of scotch, and I'm like, you oh, people okay. are <laughs> not you people, but just you guys are just a little bit too much. Yeah. But I, what I do, I, I drank it. What like why? <laughs> why? And I know exactly. So I woke up the next day and I felt like shit. And I looked at my wife. I'm like, I, 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 I don't know what's going on. <laughs> what was what was the? I I know I don't want to say I don't want to ask because it's kind of weird. Yeah. What was there a first song? What was the song you sang that the dance to? At the wedding? Yeah. 
Oh, it was. I, 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 if, if we're ruining their moment, yeah, yeah, and we're no, taking I, away the specialness no, of no, no. two people that are coming together for it, a it, lifetime, for the lifetime, um, of, then of don't linking, do it. Of, but, 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 if they're never gonna listen to this, then what was their song? <laughs> it was, it was, by, it was by Tamia. It was like an OG song. It was, um, uh, it was uh, "So Into You" by Tamia. Uh, I'm so just, it was. I'm just waiting. Do you want me to count you in? No. Is this a? Is this a is no, uh, is this a four-four time signature? I assume so. No, no, no. It's let definitely me, not a waltz. It's here, not a how about this? Four. How about this? Let me do. <laughs> let me do another song because that one was it. It was it was done in a way where it was all falsetto, and I don't have my falsetto gotcha, now gotcha, because gotcha, okay. right now my voice. But is, you know what? Can you because I play music. You're a musical yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Can you just tell you everyone what a falsetto man. is so they have an idea? Right, right, right. <laughs> falsetto for a, for a male is almost like uh, you singing like a like a girl. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a different register, and you'll you'll notice it if you sing in your chest voice, so yeah. like in your normal um, resonating voice, and if you try to get higher and higher and higher, your voice will just flip. Yeah, and that that flip up until you you can't go anymore is your falsetto. I'm thinking of the best example of this. Maxwell. Yes. Maxwell sings a lot of yep. like falsetto. Justin Timberlake used to Justin do that Timberlake. a lot. Yep. Yep. Uh, there's a couple other artists. And Lenny do, Kravitz and do does, used to do a lot in his early work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's all like, I just go my way. Yeah, yeah, man. But uh, yeah. But when he did his, I know this turned into the musical hour. <laughs> when he did some of his earlier work on his first two albums, so I came. The first album was Let Love Rule, and the Let second, Love Rule. The second yeah. album was Mama Said. Yep. There were there were there was and a, then five was after I think. Uh, was it, was it shoot, five? I don't remember which one. Anyway, was after. yeah, yeah. But yeah, there was a lot of falsetto stuff on there. I like Lenny a lot. I personally think Lenny is a better neo soul yeah. artist than yeah. he is a rock artist. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think he should just stay in the neo soul yeah. world, and he will kill it yeah, even totally. more than he is as a, as a rock totally. artist. But totally. What do I know? All right, so give us, give us a, give us a, give us something, Shit. and then we'll call it a wrap. Shit. Okay. He's looking at me like. And the, and no, and the funny thing is, it's like, <laughs> no, no, no. And the funny thing is, it's like, um, whenever you ask someone to sing, it's that moment where people. Like are, are, like they're going through the rolodex of songs <laughs> in their head, and they're trying to think of like the, the song that they can not mess up. Um, but uh, hold, okay, hold on, hum, hum something, hum something, hum something. I yeah, don't know this, nothing, no, this is just this is like a commercial break as I start to think. <laughs> so yeah, you talk about something. Talk about something. I'm just gonna just yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna TikTok until you you come up with something. I just need just need a couple notes here, a couple notes there. What was the th- what was the last thing you heard on the radio on your way in here? Oh god, or man. your stereo or your earbuds or whatever it um, was. Uh, shit. How old's your child? How many kids you got? Two? I have two kids. I have two okay. kids. Okay, and one the, and three. The youngest one, the one year old. You yeah. sang something very recently to the one year old or with the one year old. I did. You must have. I, oh, I, I got I got a one year old too. I sang this morning. It was Yo Gabba Gabba song. Yo Gabba Gabba, right? which who someone by the way, one a kid thought that I was Yo Gabba Gabba because my glasses. They thought you were. Uh, I was thought I was uh, the guy. I didn't. DJ have, Lance. Yeah, DJ Lance I didn't have the toque on my head, but they were like, <laughs> Ah, Yo Gabba, and like I was like, What? I didn't know. I didn't, like I don't watch the show, but you should. They, um, I don't think it, they'd make new ones anymore. But it, no, it's no, awesome. No. Kids are amazed by it. It could be my next Halloween okay, outfit. So give me, okay, so give me something you say um, to the one year old. Uh, even oh, if it's even if it's Twinkle Twinkle, I'll take it. Oh no, no, let me give you something good. Man, I know time's going. I know, I know, but let I me let me get some good. Of your voice. Um, ever since Monday, you came into our lives, and you made us realize that you were born to butterfly. This is from FST. Nice. And you showed us everything, new possibilities, and you proved 
I forgot the words, but I changed it up. <laughs> anyway, her philosophy that love can really be. Let's go to a place only lovers go. To a spot that you've never known. To the top of the tree with flow. That's it, man. Wow. Yo. Yo. That's on a whim. Okay, that's good. My voice is shut. Well, Thanks. well, <laughs> I think that is a good place to call it a wrap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is that when you're in that mode, sir, you are deserving to be called Robert Glean. <laughs> so Robert Glean, manual therapist, registered massage therapist, mm-hmm. fascial stretch therapist, a whole bunch of other things. Yeah. Uh, does the kineso taping, does the functional range conditioning. We'll do all the neuro stuff. Oh yeah. man, and not yeah. only that, he sings too. <laughs> sir, it's been awesome hanging out. Brother. It's been very awesome to yes, see sir. you again. And uh You're like you're hopefully family, you'll man. hopefully you'll remember this time when we bump into each other like Oh, this. you bet. <laughs> you bet. And you know what? I I'll, I'll come back and do another one. Sounds good, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh I won't well We'll we'll have you on the unprofessional hour. Yeah. We'll we'll disguise your voice so no one knows it's you. We'll we'll make you sound like a female, and um, <laughs> that way we, we can talk about all the stuff that massage therapists and other therapists talk about that we don't want anyone else to hear, and they won't know it's you. How about that? For real. Right on. You've been listening to two massage therapists in a microphone. In this case, it's been Mark and Robbie. Yeah. Peace. Peace.